Hey, Evergreeners and friends. I have a question for you. Have you ever watched a rocket launch? Probably so. And so you know what they say with the countdown. What is it? Yeah. Three, two, one, blast off. Hey, would you say it out loud with me together? Three, two, one, blast off. Hey, are you ready for a great launch to 2021? You know, if you're anything like me, there's some part of you that was relieved to turn the calendar over to 2021. The new year puts at least some symbolic distance between ourselves and 2020. 2020 was a year that, that brought so much chaos, heartbreak, uncertainty to so many people throughout the world. No one lived through the past year without experiencing some level of disruption, loss of freedom, of health, of loved ones, school, church, and especially our ideas of how things ought to be. Every generation gets their defining moment of chaos. Pearl Harbor, the JFK and MLK assassinations, 9-11-2020. At Evergreen, we make sense of our future and our present by looking first to the past. And we ask, what has God said and done in similar situations? So today we have a great story from the Bible. Here's the backstory. Jesus invited 12 guys to live and travel with him. They followed. Jesus got killed. They got scared and hid in a panic room. And then he came to life and shocked them. Here's the story, John 20. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the, fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were, were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Well, you, you kind of... You kind of got a feel for the disciples. Their old mission was gone, the come follow me mission. But Jesus died. You can't follow a dead person. They're afraid of their lives and they're in hiding. They couldn't follow him. He was dead. Their old mission seemed dead. Everything changed. They felt fear. Think about a time that you were really, really afraid. I certainly remember the first time I was afraid, and, and well, at least my first memory, and I think it's my first memory about anything in life. I was just a little kid, I was a toddler. I went down on a hot August afternoon from our farmhouse down past the big barn to a big blackberry patch, and my mom was picking some blackberries to make a blackberry pie. I was wandering around as a little toddler would do, and I was in, 
attracted over to three old car bodies that my dad had stored there. They happened to be 1933 Chevrolets. And if you know anything about that, they had big, huge uh, bug eye headlights that sat up on top of the fenders. Just beautiful toddler height. I waddled over and I looked in one of those empty headlight frames and inside it looked like there was a bunch of newspaper that was all kind of crumpled up and put in there. And I took my little grubby toddler hands and I reached in and I brought out two handfuls of, you guessed it, black hornet's nest. And as I tore that nest apart, they swarmed me. They got in my clothes. They started stinging me. I was so afraid. I screamed. I shrieked. I tried to run. My mom heard me. She came running around the blackberry patch, and she scooped me up, and she tore my clothes off, and she swatted bees away, and she took me to the house, and she comforted me, and she cared for me. And I don't know how many times she got stung, but I know I got stung 18 times. Well, I probably don't have to tell you that I've never particularly liked bees that sting since then. <laughs> My first experience with utter terrifying fear. I think the disciples who had experienced fear in their life had never experienced fear to the depth that they did when Jesus shocked them and showed up coming back to life. You know, we all encounter fear. Just a few days ago, Anne and I visited a family. The young girl had, had a nightmare and she was just so scared and she was shrieking and crying and, and her mom came and held her and sang to her and comforted her. And as the girl's sobs calmed, she went back into a peaceful sleep. She went from fear to peace. What did Jesus do to help the disciples overcome their fear? Well, he came to them. He was present. He talked to them. Peace be with you. And how did their feelings change? Yes, their fear turned to joy. So here's the package. Fear to joy brings peace. A few years ago, Ann and I had a, a big part of our lives crash. It felt like our whole lives were turned upside down and shaken out like trash into a dumpster. We were dismissed from our jobs on the same day. Two kids in college, mortgage and car payment, career-ending disaster. I felt miserable, mad, discouraged, sleepless, fear, uncertainty, confusion. I wanted to hide in an emotional panic room just like the disciples did. My experience was a lot like theirs 2,000 years ago. Jesus was with me. He talked to me. Now, I didn't see him with my eyes or hear him with my ears, but you know what I mean when I say, he was present. I felt him. He spoke. Quiet words in my mind that I knew were his words. He gave me courage to stop feeling so sorry for myself and to believe for a better future. And like a rocket booster, he sent me back into life to find my new assignment, 
One that eventually led us to Evergreen. That's what Jesus does. And this is what he's doing for you as you launch into 2021. Yes, much as we've, we've known in the past has changed and, and we don't know exactly what changed forever and what will return to the old normal. We just don't know. What will school look like in March? Will you get to go to camp this summer? What do sports, ballet, and music look like? How will you do your job and from where and with whom? How will you repair the recent damage to your marriage? How will you go to college or not? And when will you get to hug and hang out with your grandchildren again? Uncertain, unknown, fearful. That's where Jesus comes and says, peace be with you. You can have joy again. And just like he commissioned the disciples, just like he kicked me in the rear, Jesus launches you forward. New mission for a new day. By the way, did you notice the reference to the major verse in our passage? You probably did. John 20, 21. Here it is. 20, 21. Maybe this will be your verse for the year. Here it is again. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Three, two, one, blast off. Here's three. I send you. I'm going to put my name in this phrase. Jared, I have good plans for you. Maybe you would say that with me out loud and put your name in there. Together, Jared, I have good plans for you. Anne talked last week about our plans, God's plans. And if you missed that, you might want to to check it out as you hear about God's plans, because here's the promise. God's plans for you are always good. Three, two, receive the Spirit. Jared, you need my power for your fresh future. Would you say it with me and put your name there? Jared, you need my power for your fresh future. Three, two, one, forgive. Jared, you have a lot of forgiving to do. Get started. Would you say that out loud and put your name there? Jared, you have a lot of forgiving to do. Get started. Well, how can we launch then a peace-filled 2021? Well, Jesus taught us this. Three, be sent. Where might you be sent this year? You know, as Anne and I have been reflecting on that. One of the things that came to mind was, this is crazy for us. We always like to get to know our neighbors. We have lived in our new house for one year, and we still have neighbors that we have never met that live right next to us. 
The pandemic just messed all of that up and it hasn't been possible. But we believe this year we are sent outside of our current bubble to reach into our neighborhood. We are sent to our neighbors. We're going to figure out how we're going to engage with them in appropriate ways. I talked with a business owner this week and he said, it's just time for me to to hang out regularly once a week with some guys. And he's planning to put together a group of guys that meets in his business's conference room. Here's my question to you. How is Jesus sending you this year outside of your current bubbles? Come on, it's time for a new mission. You're being sent. Where and to whom is he sending you? And then he says, be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. I don't know what your story is about the fresh fullness of the Spirit. I remember that one of the time, first times that I consciously asked Jesus to just fill me with his Spirit, to just come upon me like a baptism, just covering me and inundating me with his power was at a Sunday morning church service. And we all joined hands and we sang a goofy little chorus, fill me Jesus, fill me now. And We're not even getting to meet together today, and we're certainly not joining hands. But the point is this. I remember when I first began this journey of saying, every day I want to be freshly filled with your spirit. You notice that Jesus said to his disciples, I'm sending you, but hey, you better be filled with my spirit. You've got to receive my spirit. You need my power. You know, as Ann mentioned, we're involved in just a few days now, in 21 days of prayer and fasting Maybe this is a way for you to connect with God every day in a way that includes your saying to him, I want your fresh fullness today. Three, two, and then one. How are you going to be forgiving? You know, here's good news. You don't have to drag judgment, bitterness, or hurt into 2021. Can we just agree that no one was at their best last year? I certainly wasn't. We all need a lot of grace. Here's some questions for you to take with you and reflect on. Three, to whom and where are you being sent this year? Two, how are you choosing to be filled with the Spirit this week? And one, who are you forgiving today? A few minutes ago, we sang this prayer. Let your glory and your power, let your majesty and worth flood the earth, flood the earth. Freedom is here. Fear has to leave. Pain has to go. Darkness retreat. Flood the earth. Flood my life. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Three, two, one. Be sent, be filled, be forgiving, blast off. Peace be with you. Let's pray. Lord, this new year didn't start out very peaceful. Some of the most unexpected, dramatic, tragic, unsettling activities happened in our nation's capital and beyond that were utterly unpeaceful. Lord, we invite you to be yourself, the Prince of Peace. And Lord, we invite you to come into our lives, our homes, 
our congregation, our community, our state, this country, and your big world, and be yourself. Lord, we, we hear you coming to us and saying, peace be to you, and we receive your peace. May we experience your shalom, your wholeness that pervades everything and everyone. Peace be still. We hear you breathing on us and saying, receive the Holy Spirit. Lord, in this new year, we need like never before to be freshly filled with your power, with your love, with your fruit, with your gifts, with your courage, your ability. We receive your fresh fullness. And Lord, in this year, we understand that it is a year that requires a lot of forgiveness. As we receive your forgiveness for our sins and your fresh life by your Spirit. So we commit, Lord, to forgive others and to give them life. May 2021 be marked with your peace. In your strong name, Jesus, amen. <music>